Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. It's a little foggy out there, so if you haven't been out yet and get ready to go out about your day, please be careful and um, take your time and uh, watch out for all the other crazy nuts out there besides yourself. So I <laughs> uh, uh, wish you well and hope everybody has a great day today. I uh, uh, I tell you what, I felt like I literally just closed my eyes and uh, the alarm went off and I was like, you got to be kidding me. I could believe it's time to get up already. I mean, I feel like I literally just closed my eyes. So, oh, well, I don't know. I think I need to get a sleep study done. I keep waking up gasping for air and uh, so I have, I have breathing problems anyway. So I'm beginning to wonder if uh, I need to have one of those sleep studies done. Uh, apparently I'm becoming an old man and have to, uh, uh, have to do these kind of things. I, uh, mentally I'm 12, as my wife would tell you, and she say that's being generous, but, uh, I, uh, uh, I feel, you know, it's hard to believe it. Next year will be 30 years since I graduated high school. I still just, uh, having a hard time wrapping my mind around that. It just don't seem possible. It just seemed like yesterday that I graduated from high school and, uh, and it seemed like, uh, a lifetime, uh, or a couple of lifetimes went by, and uh, but hey, praise God, we're we're still here and able to. Uh, uh, if you woke up today, able to be used for His service. You know, uh, when you wake up in the mornings, I don't know about you. Now, I, I, what I like to do when I first wake up, uh, of course, I get a few things posted on uh, social media in regards to our morning devotions my dad and I do and I try to get that posted with some with some scripture but then I spend that then I spend some time and uh, reading my bible and spending that time in prayer uh, I look forward to that time uh, but then when I <clears throat> after I finish doing that going over my my, my bible uh, my bible verse memorization I got here in a second I uh, uh, like to turn on the news and just kind of see what's going on in the world and, you know, it is uh, surreal uh, to see the chaos uh, that is ensuing uh, across our country. It's almost something that you would normally see maybe in another country, another you know part of the world, uh, that uh, when you see these things clashing going on, you almost think you would see this, what's going on in, in uh, East and West Germany or, or Russia or China, you know, to see it in our own country is, uh, uh, it's, it just doesn't seem, it, I don't know, I don't know about you all, it just seems uh, out of, you know, just feel like I woke up in an alternate universe, you know, and uh, like I was put it out there this morning, uh, you're not going to make these people happy, I mean, I don't care what you do, you're never going to get to a point where you have satisfied the masses and no one will ever be uh, offended again. No matter what you say or do, somebody's going to be offended. And to remove these statues, uh, to dismantle anything and everything that these nut jobs and uh, are finding offensive, is not going to stop. That's why I put on uh, on uh, my personal social media this morning. Is that good morning, Miss Sutt? Is that uh, no? You know, it will never be enough. This cancel culture, this Marxist. Uh, ideals that we are seeing right now uh, will never be enough. It, where is it going to stop? Now it's statues. They're going after the Confederate flag, which they, they, they have no clue as to its history, its origins, why it's there. All they see is hate. 
Uh, and like I said before, un unfortunately, hate groups have used it, but that is not uh, the reason why it is the way it is. Uh, good morning, Lee. Uh, there's, you know, it, I can go into the history. I like reading history. I can go into the history and tell you the details behind its creation, why it was created, why it was used, why the South rose up, and it is it is the uh, uh, the antithesis of what you what the media uh, and uh, uh, CNN news, the Washington Post is telling you. Because I've I've read the articles and I read this crap and it makes me angry. But uh, it, it is never going to be enough. What's next? Churches? Huh? Pastors? I mean, where, where's it going to stop? Because the, uh, uh, the pastors, you know, the cross itself has always been offensive. From uh, the time of the Apostle Paul, the cross has been offensive. So where does it stop? So this cancel culture will not be appeased. It will not be satisfied. So all you senators, all you congressmen, all you mayors, all you governors, uh, bowing down, kowtowing to these, uh, these the lunacy of the, the liberal progressives and taking down these statues, doing all that stuff. I'm telling you right now, it will not stop. They're going to come after pastors. They're going to come after church. They already label us as hate mongers anyway and bigots. So it's only a matter of time. But uh, like I put on my Facebook this morning, if you don't start standing up against what's going on in our society and see what's going on, see everything's being played right into, if you uh, uh, look at, um, um, oh my gosh, my mind just went blank on me. Um, uh, the name of the book just went right out of my, Sadolinsky's book, it just went out of my, anyway, it's playing right into what, uh, Rules for Radicals. Uh, I, I've got the book, you know, and it is playing exactly uh, as as the, as the liberals want it to be, uh, and uh, it, it couldn't be more defined if they had a, a list of here, check it off. Here's what you want you to do, and guys and gals, I'm telling you, uh, this is more than just uh, being offended by history uh, and uh, and the sensibilities of our founding fathers who had our best interest at heart. By the way, even though the personal lives might have been a, been a mess, at least they were trying to do the right thing for our country. But Again, I'm just telling you, the more I watch this stuff go on, Eileen uh, uh, says they've all sold their souls. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what's going on. The devil is running rampant right now. He knows the time is coming to a close. Jesus Christ is going to return soon, and he is running rampant, and he is trying to make as much destruction and try to cause as much separation uh, from us and Christ as possible. And that is what he is, his goal is, is and he and and I'm telling you guys, if you haven't got your right, your heart right with Jesus Christ, you better do it now. And uh, I'm telling you, we're seeing things unfold before us uh, like never before. And you know, and I, you know, I'm going to say this, and I'm, we're going to do our pledge of allegiance, get on with our Bible study. I, I've rambled on enough, but here's the thing: I see all this stuff coming out uh, in regards to microchipping and and uh, different things in regards to. Uh, uh, or, or the or the vaccine, and people are attributing attributing attributing. I cannot talk today. That to the mark of the beast. Now listen. It, until the antichrist rises up, that is when we will see the size of the mark of the beast. Until then, whatever we see before that is not the mark of the beast. All right, the antichrist has to rise up first. I'm just letting you know. I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. I'm just trying to let you know that. Now, would I be microchipped? No. Uh, with uh, this vaccine that's coming out, uh, people, you know, trying to claim that Bill Gates is you. Know, there's a lot of conspiracy out there, guys. You've got to sort through the conspiracy uh, and, and and compare that with the truth. Do some research. I see a lot of stuff put out there, 
And you, you can just do a simple Google search and find out that quick if it's true or not. You know, the vaccine, I don't know. I, you know, I personally, I don't know if I'd take it or not because with my compromised immune system, the, the, the ammonia shot doesn't even work on me. My body fights against it. So it may, it just may be a waste of time. Then again, you could be like, um, um, oh, uh, John Edwards, who had uh, the smallpox vaccine. Uh, when, it, when it first came out, but the doctors accidentally gave him too much and he got smallpox and he died in, in his early 50s or mid 50s. So, uh, you know, it, it's just like this. Or like I talked about the other night uh, when I was preaching, uh, we have a birth date and a death date. And God, you know, we're only going to be here as long as God allows. It's not up to nature. It's not up to fate. It's as God plans and ordained when, how long we will be on this earth. And so uh, that's all, you know, all we can do is try to, to do the best we can, make the right decisions, pray for God's discernment, and, and that's all any of us can do. And uh, so these things that are going on uh, is, uh, uh, you know, we just be careful with the conspiracy things. That's the only thing I can tell you right now is be, just be aware of that. Uh, there's a lot of stuff floats around on Facebook and people quick to share. And I, as soon as I see it, I'm like, guys, man, some of this stuff's been going around for four and five, six years and uh, been proved false. So, you know, be careful. Go beyond the headline. Read what uh, what is out there because we got enough enough garbage to sort through as it is to not have to uh, uh, share erroneous uh, uh, links and such. So, But, um, uh, well, let's go ahead and stand and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. All righty. Let me bring this up here. All right. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I tell you, uh, I hope and pray it doesn't happen, but I'll tell you, do you imagine that we could go to prison or go to jail for saying that pledge? It's not outside the realm of possibilities. I mean, you may say, well, you're a nut. Well, I am, but, you know, uh, the way things are going and the way they want to uh, change our national anthem to uh, uh, imagine by John Lennon. I messed up the other day and said, I can only imagine. My wife pointed that out to me and I was like, yeah, that's by mercy me. I messed up, but uh, so apologize. Oh, and I messed up again too. I, uh, the other yesterday, I, I was made. I was talking about a. Uh, uh, I used an illustration, and I said uh, Dinesh D'Souza. That was wrong, by the way. It was Ravi Zacharias, and I turned around and said it again last night when I was preaching. So I messed up. I apologize. I know it's hard to believe, but I'm not perfect. I know I, it will come to a shock to many of you. It may cause disheartening dismay, and I apologize, but I am not perfect. So <laughs> I messed up. It hit me this morning. And I was like, oh, no. So stupid, stupid, stupid. You know, I just want to just smack myself in the head. So, But anyway, uh, let's um, get over here and look at uh, our Bible verse this morning. We're going to look at uh, 1 Corinthians 6, and we're going to read verses 18 through 20 this morning. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? 
Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And as me old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. All right, guys and gals. You know, we, uh, we live in a society where supposedly we, uh, there is, uh, uh, kind of like the the 70s of the sexual revolution, you know, and uh, uh, you know what, whatever you feel goes, so to speak. There seems like there's a uh, there's no limit to, to the immorality that is out there. Morality seems to be at an all time low, and you know why is that? You know, uh, obviously it's uh, from a lack of God, uh, God centered uh, individuals, God centered homes. Uh, you know, people no longer find church important. I mean, you know, what do you expect? You know, we, there's such uh, apathy, uh, such complacency uh, when it comes to church anymore. And people just don't find it important. You know, I, I'm not here to uh, to be mean by no stretch of the imagination. Uh, and, uh, and I'm not trying to uh, make anyone feel bad when I say this. But when you're putting stuff like travel ball and things like that above church or you're uh, you know, whatever it is, your golfing routines or your, uh, your, your motorcycle riding, whatever it is, if you're choosing that over uh, your time in church, there's a problem. And it will fundamentally affect you morally, mentally, and spiritually. You will grow to become more, uh, finding yourself more compromising with things in the world. You'll find yourself uh, justifying sin that much more. You, you're going to see a degradation uh, in your morals uh, in accordance with God's word, uh, before you even realize it, you know, it's just like, um, these things we're seeing now just didn't just happen overnight where we saw progression over time, you know, no longer, uh, were people, uh, finding church important, putting God first absentee fathers who are no longer demonstrating, uh, morals, showing principles, uh, showing, uh, uh, you know, the respect that a man is to have towards other women, uh, to, uh, to show respect towards older people, to authority, uh, because of that lack of, of men in the home, we have, uh, that's why we're seeing this. Not only that, but we're seeing that, uh, little Johnny and Susie no longer got a spanking. They, uh, said they had to go sit in a corner or, or have a little time out, uh, you know, and, uh, they didn't do jack squat, you know? All they had to do is sit there and laughed at them and uh, done what they wanted to anyway because they knew there wasn't no consequence. That's why our school system is out of control because they these kids know deep down ain't a thing nobody can do. You know, used to, uh, when I was in school, they were still paddling in there. And when I got paddled there, I was going to get another spanking when I got home. You know, Brandy likes to watch uh, Dr. Phil, and uh, and he he can make some good points, you know. But that's one thing I don't agree with him on is he's against spanking. You know, you, uh, violence begets violence, and we don't need to spank. And, you know, and I'm like, you're full of crap. You know, you look at Dr. Spock's, uh, uh, and I'm Dr. Spock, not from Star Trek, but actual, there's his name's Dr. Spock, and how his children turned out in regards to where he didn't spank or had any authority in the home. But, um, you know, I'm not saying beat a kid, but, you know, two or three little whacks on that backside didn't hurt nobody. It didn't hurt you. It didn't hurt me. Uh, and, uh, and we grew up just fine. And uh, the, the, we see now the fruit of our uh, labors uh, as these little brats right here uh, riding and tearing down, destroying right now. And that's why they want a police to fund him. 
because of their lack of respect for authority. And it all goes back to the home. It all goes back to the lack of God in the home. And, uh, you know, I think some, most of these kids, if they'd had a, you know, I, I've been spanked with fly swatters. I've been spanked with switches. I've been spanked with uh, whipping, uh, what was those, um, uh, oh, what's the name of that, those tree? There's a tree right out here uh, where the, uh, is it a weeping willow tree? Is that what it's called? Where the branches kind of, wilt over and uh buddy i tell you what that's like getting spanked with a whip i hated those things <laughs> and uh, so i've had my share now i could i should have had a whole lot more what i did but i've had my share of spankings and i can tell you one thing it deterred me from doing the very things that i shouldn't have done and even into adulthood if i heard a harley i would hide in, in fear if i was doing something i wasn't supposed to because i was worried my daddy was coming after me <laughs> so you know it it is effective and um, I've been fortunate. I think I've, I've only had to give my kids a, one or two spankings in their lifetime so far. But uh, uh, but they they know to this day, they don't back talk old daddy or uh, uh, I don't care how old they are. Uh, my own sister at the age of 18 on her graduation day got her butt spanked by my mother. <laughs> so, you know, a kid is never too old to get a spanking. But, uh, but here's the point here that we need to get back to. I've kind of got a little bit off on a, a tangent there. Uh, I'm bad about chasing rabbits, getting about as bad as my dad anymore, uh, is the fact that uh, our bodies, we're reading here in 1 Corinthians 6, our body is the temple, but only for those who are saved. Because when we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, we are uh, filled with the indwelling spirit, all right, the, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, that dwells all of us when we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. I remember years ago, um, there was a... Uh, and we, we got this great Pyrenees dog. And the woman we got it off of, uh, she said, yeah, I've been praying hard. My husband gets the Holy Spirit. And I said, well, has he prayed to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Oh, yeah, but he ain't got the Holy Spirit. I was like, well, it don't work that way. When you come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you are automatically filled with the Holy Spirit. It, it's, you know, that's, that's uh, you've heard me say before in the Greek, the parakletos, uh, that, that helper that uh, indwells in within us, you know, just like a, a light bulb uh, is constantly being filled with electricity to illuminate that bulb. The Holy Spirit is constantly there to indwell us and to help us and to guide us in all situations. So that's why our body, you know, you see that a lot, you even heard non-Christians talk about the body being the temple, but it's only the temple. Now, if you notice, God doesn't say, house or home you know which he could have easily said but he said it was the temple uh that it that it houses the indwelling holy spirit uh that fills each and every one of us when we come to know jesus christ our lord and savior and why is that because the temple uh is a holy place is a sacred place and uh and so because our body becomes that temple that holds that indwelling spirit therefore it should reflect those things of jesus christ that, uh, that, you know, uh, I know this is not a popular thing, and particularly among uh, uh, public school systems, but uh, to abstain from sex before marriage. And in fact, in fact you should abstain from uh, sex from before marriage because it's good practice for marriage. <laughs> so, but, uh, uh, you know, but the thing of it is, though, that because sexual immorality is, is rampant, it's like anything goes because uh, of that lack of understanding of God. There's a reason why God wants uh, uh, people to abstain because, for one, lust becomes and love becomes uh, intertwined and confused. 
lust. That's why you know you see a lot of these relationships not working out because it all becomes nothing but lust. That's why our actions, our thoughts, our words, our deeds should be a reflection of of that indwelling spirit that our temple. Uh, you know, like we was reading last night in First uh, Corinthians, uh, that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. So I think it was First Corinthians five twenty one. Uh, there are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And when we're that new creation, it should be a reflection of those things within us. Now, I want to look over here. I want to show you. Um, let me get over here and uh, get this slide up here. Uh, I like this uh, definition of culture and society. It says, in the late 1970s, uh, sociologist Daniel Bell defined culture as the effort to provide a coherent set of answers to the existential predicaments that confront all human beings in the passage of their lives. From what we cherish to what we abhor, from what, how we live to how we die, from what is sacred to what is profane. In each decision, we try to make sense out of our lives, and culture is the sort of glue that holds our common values together. So my friends, you know, we see this, uh, this quote here, we see that um, uh, culture can define and be that glue. And when culture has, has, has went beyond uh, and think that they are smarter than God and has removed God from that society, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to be just like Rome. It's going to implode. It is going to decay. It is going to be destroyed from within. It is exactly what we're seeing here today. You know, some people say you cannot legislate morality, but can it be legislated? You know, whatever people, whatever law, whatever people have to say, uh, yeah, here in a second, whatever is lawful is, de is deemed moral and uh, therefore okay. So if we uh, say that same-sex marriage is wrong, or if we say that it is okay, and then it is deemed uh, moral then, is what they want, and then is deemed okay, may be practiced among our, our children. But we know that God, you know, we have that moral law, the sensibility of knowing uh, of tween, that is, is exists around the world, knowing that murder is wrong, knowing that uh, lying is wrong, knowing that stealing is wrong, all these things. Where do we get this moral law from? That comes from God. And you remove God from that, you destroy the sanctity of marriage, you destroy uh, those things that God has put into place. This should be no surprise of what we're seeing. But going back to our bodies being the temple, being that reflection of Jesus Christ, uh, showing that inward heart, that inward change, that indwelling that lives within us, we can also look at, um, I'll turn to the thing here, look at um, Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. So let me bring that up for you real quick here. Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. Let me get this come up. There we go. It says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. You know, my friends, and when we have that, uh, that change within our lives, and we understand what that means for our bodies to be the temple, and how that will fundamentally change the way we speak, look, think, and see things. We, you know, this makes much more sense in Ephesians four uh, that, um, you know, that's how we are fundamentally different and separate from those in the world. Look at what's going on in the world right now. We're seeing bitterness. We're seeing wrath. We're seeing anger. We're seeing uh, evil speaking. We're seeing those kind of things. But when you have Jesus Christ indwelling within you, guess what? You, we can be kind to one another. We can be tender-hearted. We can be forgiving one another. 
even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven us. See, we see this now, that uh, because of a lack of Jesus Christ, because of a lack of God, we're seeing that evil, we're seeing that anger, we're seeing that unforgiveness, we're seeing that bitterness, we're seeing that wrath, we're seeing those things without God. That's why we need to make sure that that, that our bodies being the temple, that it is, it is having that indwelling spirit, that we're showing that kindness and that love, that, that goodness that is within us, not compromising with sin, not compromising with the world. We take that hard stand with our convictions in Jesus Christ and say, no, this is wrong. This is right and this is wrong. Uh, just because you like it, just because it feels good, just because you think that's okay, is irrelevant. Because if it's contrary to what God's Word is telling us, then we cannot do that. There's a reason why God says, no, don't do this. This is wrong. Just like as a parent, I have to tell my children, no, this is wrong. Don't do it. You know, if you see a toddler walking up and wanting to touch a hot eye on the stove, you'll say, well, it's his choice. It's whatever he wants to do. And, uh, you know, who am I to judge? Well, you would be a sorriest piece of dog parent to ever live because you know that kid's going to burn his hand up and really hurt and severely hurt himself. Well, we're seeing people right now heading to the gates of hell, and we're sitting back and playing on our phones and, and, and sharing little funny memes, which is fine and good, but that's, you know, that's, that's all people seem to be interested in. We're not sharing, getting out there and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and explaining to people, you are headed to hell. And if they want to sit there and laugh at you and mock you, then that's all them. But all we can do is say, listen, the direction you're going in is the wrong path, the wrong direction. Let me show you Jesus Christ. Let me show you the love of the Father. Why do we do that? Why are we compelled to do that? Because of the indwelling spirits. Our body is the temple. Let that be a reflection, my friends. Let it show in your thought, your words, your deeds, your actions, and all that you do. And don't let the bitterness and the hate of this world jade you and, uh, and keep you from doing the things that God has called you to do. Let us pray. And Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, we praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Uh, Lord, help us to every day uh, to not be give lip service, but to actually uh, live uh, and, and to, uh, to be workers uh, in your kingdom, Lord Jesus, uh, to always demonstrate your love, uh, to stand strong for what is right and for what is true. Uh, Lord, help us to always exemplify uh, the fruits of the Spirit and to do what is right in your eyes. Lord, for Zoom watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I realize our nation is in chaos right now. And Lord, when nothing is out of your control, you are sovereign, you are in control. Nothing's going on that you're not allowing to happen, and you have your reasons. We can look at Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are called according to your purpose. And even though we don't understand so much as to why these things are going, sometimes these things have to transpire uh, for your uh, work to be completed. Lord, I do pray for peace upon this land. I do pray for healing. And, uh, Lord, I pray that people will come to know you before it's too late, that you'll touch the hearts and mind of the, and take away the hate of so many people. And, Lord, I pray that you'll be their police officers. Lord, please let them know that they are truly needed, they are loved, and they are appreciated. And the same with our active military. Lord, please be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Roger Winters. I pray that you be with Ron and Thelma Thompson, and Lord, uh, and uh, Lynn and David Feathers, and uh, Ginger Hood and Troy and 
uh, so many others, Lord. And Lord, I pray that you'll be with our president, give him proper wisdom, knowledge, understanding uh, during this very difficult time and protection about him and his family. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, friends, I uh, thank you, Mr. Groves, for those kind words. I appreciate each and one of you all for watching this morning, and I uh, hope you have a blessed and wonderful day today, and uh, feel yourself getting angry, particularly if you're behind the wheel of a car, and if you're like me, you're going to get angry. <laughs> There's always one idiot that wants to ruin your day. Take a deep breath, let it out, and just let it go. Getting upset, screaming and hollering ain't going to change a thing. If you start getting mad, screaming and hollering, uh, pull over and do the same thing and look in a mirror and look how silly you look. And then you'll be like, you know what? That's goofy. Let's not do that. So, you know, let's just uh, just cool it, guys. we got to just cool it right now. And uh, let's not make a bad situation worse than what it is. If you'd like to share these devotions, you can find us uh, find me at Dr. Young 77 here on Facebook. If your friends or family do not do social media, they can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. Watch all the devotions there. And or remember, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge. Don't cost you a thing, but it's audio only. And you can listen to that as you're going about your day and working and whatever it is you got to do. But, uh, but anyway, I hope everybody has a great day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.